Now on Radio Italia Uno. It's time for Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. An hour where we have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build, and increase your business. Right now, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Okay, good morning, good afternoon, and good night, and thank you for listening. The reason why we say good morning, good afternoon, and good night is because we are here and we are podcasting this show, and uh, you can listen to it from 2 to 3 on Radio Italia Uno Adelaide and uh, on podcast anytime you want to. The good thing about being on podcast is that you can listen to it over and over again and share it with your friends uh, and you're in your own time zone, and we are lucky enough to say that This show now goes to over 25 countries. I've got people in different countries listening to it. So thank you to everybody that's listening to it, and especially the people overseas that send me messages. Please keep sending me messages, any text message or email, either direct to me or through Radio Italia Uno in Adelaide. When I get them, I will always answer them. So, And if I haven't answered one for some reason, it's simply because I haven't got it. Now, I know that there was a couple of phone calls when I rang uh, the other day. The lady said to me, oh, I thought you weren't going to ring. And when I found out what happened, apparently somebody here had taken the message, but I didn't get it for a fortnight later. But thank you very much to all those people. Now, of course, today we have a very special guest in the studio. Matt is here with me as Hello. well. Hi, Matt. And uh, today we've got Stefano, who's helping us here at Radio Italia. Hi, Stefano. And of course, our special guest is Rick Carter. Rick Carter has been in business, he's done a whole lot of things uh, all his life, and he's still involved in a very, very special way in uh, businesses in South Australia. So welcome, Rick. Thank you for oh, coming hi in. Hi, guys. Thanks for, uh, thanks for inviting me in. I've only been involved with lots of stuff because I'm very old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, look, it doesn't matter how old you are. It's the fact is the knowledge that we want to pick your brain. We want to pick your brain today on all the things you've been doing or some of the things you've been involved in and how you're helping businesses because this show is all about business and how to be happy in business and how to be uh, more productive and and uh, not depend on other people to run your business because unfortunately, a lot of people say, yeah, 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 I've run this business for so many years. And there's a couple of businesses here in Australia, like in other countries. The only reason why they're still going is because somebody's been sponsoring them, you know. And when you get a grant or a sponsorship, that is not running a business. That is just, you know, here, here, son, go and run a business. <laughs> yeah, no, I think there's a very good point that you made, Peter, there in terms of happy. If you're not happy doing what you're doing, go and do something else. Because yes. You won't be successful if you're not happy because it is bloody hard work running a business and being an entrepreneur and you need to enjoy it. If you don't enjoy it, get out. Yep. And you'll never build a team that way either. That's the real key is you won't be able to reproduce yourself mm-hmm. if you're somebody that's grouchy and grumpy and unhappy. You won't be able to develop people nor retain them. Yeah, Correct. Well, that's, yeah. that's the point. The point is that how to be happy in business or how to be happy in life overall. I've been doing laughter and laughter therapy now for over 30 years. And as a business consultant, I've helped a lot of people. And I can say I've helped a lot of people. I've seen businesses grow uh, substantially. And I've seen other businesses fail so quickly where um, there was a person who ran the business, like the father ran the business and the son was managing it. But when the father left and retired or stopped working, the son never knew how to run the business. He only just managed it, overseeing it, you know. And uh, in so many businesses, I've seen people who have managed a business and then said, oh, look, any idiot can manage a business. Any idiot can run a business. And they've left their boss or their employment and went out and tried to start their own business and never knew the basics of how to run the business, you know. And there are some very, very good managers but don't know how to actually run the business. They don't know how to sell. They don't know how to promote. And this is one thing that, Rick, I know this, that you've been helping so many people with the innovation in the city and a couple of other things. So tell us about some of the things you've been doing. Okay, I will uh, I will do that as quickly as I can. I mean, I think we just summed up there is what everybody needs when they start in business is a mentor. Someone yes. that they can trust their advice that they can go to. And so many people don't have that. Innovation the City was a concept I started, uh, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight, maybe years ago. And I work on the basis that if you 
see something that needs doing, mm. you need to just do it because you've mm. got to go by that old adage, if not me, who? If not now, when? Mm. Yes. So I could see in Adelaide that too many businesses weren't getting an understanding of where the world was going, what this thing called innovation, which the government likes to talk about, what it actually meant, what it looked mm -hmm. like. So we started having meetings in a little cafe in Gawler Place and just inviting people to drop in after work and we would have various topics like driverless vehicles, artificial intelligence, renewable energy, whatever it may be. We just invite one person along each week to talk about that. What we found is people in the city weren't sticking around to go to the event in the city. They were scurrying home. People were actually mm. coming in from the suburbs to go to our events. It went along nicely for some period of time. And then I met a man called Tom Haidu. Tom was, uh, at that stage, he was just become the chief uh, innovator for South Australia. Tom's one of the smartest people I've ever met. He comes out of the US. He comes via Silicon Valley, via New York. He's worked with some of the biggest names and brands in the world. He came to Adelaide on a distinguished talent visa to uh, live a good life and run his businesses around the world from here. Mm -hmm. He was hired he by the government. He must be a smart man. Uh, well, <laughs> he, Adelaide. <laughs> he came here because he was sold a Mediterranean climate. And those of us that know <laughs> Adelaide know there is a Mediterranean climate here for a few months of the year. But <laughs> yeah, yeah that's how I got, so, I got sold for that too. They told me, oh, yeah, they have palm trees in Australia. Yeah. And they put me in Melbourne. <laughs> so I went scuba diving the first day, the, like the first day that I didn't have to do some sort of a corporate event yeah, yeah. in Portsea, Victoria. Yeah. And when I jumped in the water, nobody told me, and, and it knocked the wind out of me because it was so cold. <laughs> well, yeah. Tom, well, Tom was raised in Canada, so yeah. he doesn't he doesn't do heat well. You yeah, know, I mean, he's okay during winter and mm. spring and autumn, but mm. summer knocks him about. But. Uh, along with Tom, there was a guy called Christian Lavolsi, or still a guy called Christian Lavolsi who'd run yeah. a number of restaurants and businesses and whatever in Adelaide. And we got together and said, okay, how do we lift this thing up to the next level? How do we support Tom as chief innovator to grow things in Adelaide? And Tom, uh, along the way, was responsible for bringing Elon Musk to Adelaide. He brought uh, Gig City, the gigabit internet, to Adelaide, which people said wasn't possible. He brought the formations of the space industry here. So we wanted to support Tom. So we moved it to the Rob Roy Hotel, which enabled us to have a bigger space and to do it as dinners. And we aim to create what we called energy in the room. And we don't know mm -hmm. how we did it. We don't know exactly what that was, but <laughs> people used to come and love the vibe of being there. We used to make sure that everybody met someone else in the room. And each week we introduced various people. And it's great now to see businesses like Miriota in the space industries, uh, uh, Southern Launch, uh, Life Whisperer, businesses are now doing really well. They they came to our events when they were one or two men bands looking to mm -hmm. raise a bit of capital. Um, so we built a lot of momentum there. And, and one day, um, Lloyd Damp, the man who started Southern Launch that I thought would never, pardon the pun, take off, mm -hmm. uh, launching rockets out of somewhere out of Port Lincoln. And Lloyd said, "It's you've got a great vibe going here, and it's great the way you pull people together. But why don't you focus on starting to do things? Mm. And I thought then, yeah, we get all these people together, and then they go back, and a month later, we just do it again and again. And that led to um, progressively moving away from, from innovation in the city and uh, to what we now know as moonshots. I've been, uh, I've been friends with a man called Shane Yeen for 22, 23 years or more. Uh, Shane is an entrepreneurial genius. He left school uh, when he was 14 or 15 because he didn't get school. He was dyslexic, as many great <laughs> entrepreneurs are. Many of us are. Yeah. <laughs> and set up a business at 15 or 16 doing wedding wedding videos. Yep. That led to jobs with uh, Channel 10 as a cameraman, all doing covering things all over the world. He got a love for helicopters out of that because he used to spend a bit of time hanging out of the window of a helicopter and decided that one day he wanted to own one. Uh, he now has a business called Helistar Aviation that owns seven, I think. Wow. Do all the surf patrols. They do the aerial patrols for um, electricity lines, et cetera. But he, he ran a television production business. And as the world changed around that, it became harder and harder in the early 2000s, the very early 2000s. He saw the opportunity to go into the board game business. And I remember saying to him at the time, nobody does board games anymore. Everything's going to be online, on the internet and whatever. He said, you watch me. Yeah. Well, what he did is he perfected how to link a DVD with a board game. And he turned, started to turn board games into being interactive. Make a long story short, that business that runs out of Adelaide employs probably five people in Adelaide, one in New York, one in LA. 
is probably a five six hundred million dollar a year business. His wow. major client is Walmart. Yep. Uh, most of his sales are in the U.S. Um, so Shane said uh, he dropped out of business for a while and then went like most people, you know, they don't understand what retirement is. You know, you go away yep. for a month or two or three and then go, you know, keep is working. It, <laughs> is, is this all there is? Yeah. So he uh, took a lease on a building in Hyde Street, which is a beautiful old building that's been various things over the year from a timber merchant's uh, warehouse to manufacturing bicycles, to being um, a performance uh, venue, yeah. a disco or whatever, and said, come in and have a look at the office and see what we could do with it. And I went, Man, I don't want to work out of office. I'm happy to work at home. Anyway, long story short, Shane's business had a small part of the top floor and we decided we would set up a business incubator in the uh, various other offices and spaces in the building because we saw a need to start growing businesses in Adelaide, too many businesses in Adelaide, too conservative too risk averse. Yep. And we are great believers that the only businesses that actually grow the economy are ones that start. Yep. Uh, existing businesses, you give them money, it goes to the bottom line. Startup businesses, you give them money, they grow and they yep. add employment and whatever. I mean, there's a uh, an adage within uh, an organization we work with now, the Founder Institute out of Silicon Valley. Our aim is to grow businesses that will reach a million people. They will employ a hundred employees and they will be valued at in excess of a hundred million dollars over after uh, 10 years. Yep. That's what we're That's, looking to do. So our motto, sorry, in yes. the, in no, the no, building go, go, go. became, the moonshots thing became, um, I can't remember the exact wording, but basically we're looking for businesses that we believe have got the capability of growing 10 times, mm -hmm. not 10% by finding yes. new markets, new products, et cetera, et cetera. So that was the genesis of a moonshots. Uh, Innovation the City still continues to do what they do. And I've summed it up by saying I've gone from informing to transforming. Excellent. Excellent. Now, that I mean, this is what we talk about every week here on the, on the show and the program. And the whole program is about helping business to grow, helping business to, to start and, and grow. And if you were to start a business today, when I ask most business people who are successful and even those that are not successful who have asked me to be their coach or working with a coach, I say to them, if you were to start the business today, what would you do different or what would you do? And, and most of them will say, oh, I wouldn't start it. Or they would say, well, I'd do this, I'd do that, I'd do that. And then I've said to managers of the business, look, if this was your business what would you do? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I'd do this, 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 this. I said, well, why aren't you doing it? Mm -hmm. Oh, but it's not up to me. It's up to the boss. Well, why don't you tell the boss? Oh, I've told him he hasn't done it. Well, you obviously haven't told him the right way or he hasn't seen what you're talking about or he doesn't understand it or he's just ready to retire. And some people are in business just for the heck of it. You know, they're just waiting for that retirement date, mm -hmm. you know, but other people who are managing are doing what you've said about taking the business. And, and I, recently I, I've met a chap who took over a business that was similar sort of situation. And he took the business. He saw what the business could do. He talked to the owner of the business, said, why don't you do this, 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 and this? And the guy says, nah, I'm not interested. So he talked to one of his consultants that he was consulting with. And he said, look, I've got a young guy who might be interested in talking about that business because he's looking for a business. So this is where we network with each other. And I said, look, there's this young guy here who could take over your business and run it. And the guy says, well, I'll, I'll give it to him. Literally gave it to him. Mm -hmm. I remember like three years ago, four years ago already, uh, before COVID hit and all the rest of it, there was a business up here that was a, a family business and had been running, you know, from the, the grandfather started it. The father took it over. The grandson came in. And when the father was 90 something years of age, he said to his son, who was already 65 or something, he said, I'm not coming back after Christmas. He said, you take the business and run. And the guy said, yeah, all right. And now it was a $5 million business if they sold it as a going concern. What happened was the guy said, oh, well, you know, uh, and then the son said, well, if you retire, I'm retiring too. You know, And the business, they closed it. At Christmas, they closed the business. Now, that could have been sold for $5 million. When they came back in January, February, March, it took them a few months to wake up to themselves. And then they finally sold it literally at a fire sale. They got like $1.5 million for all the goods and chattels. They could have sold it for over $5 million. So they lost, you know, over $4 million simply for stupidity, mm -hmm. you know, and bad planning. So look... All the things you've said, we're going to come back and talk about those individually. We're going to take a break. So thank you. Over to you, Stefano. Thank you.
Radio Italia Uno and Brazier Mobility present The Voice of Italy, Legends, Music and Extravaganza. Saturday, November the 20th at Woodville Town Hall. After last year's successful show, this one promises to be even better, featuring great classics of Italian music with performances by Teresa De Gennaro, Paolo Mascia, René Albuino, Angel Manzella, Emma Peluso, Mambo Italiano, Nina Fantasia, Angela Cutri, Rocco Carpentieri, Sebastian Votino, Michele Battista, Pasquale Battista, and Daniela Fontana Rosa, hosted by Marta Marcoska. Saturday, 20th of November, doors open at 6.30 p.m. Tickets are $40 per person. With limited seating, tickets will sell fast. Book yours by calling 8212-3177. 8212-3177. The Voice of Italy is proudly sponsored by Brazier Mobility, specializing in tailored vehicle solutions to keep you active. Radio Italia Uno, the surprises never end. Better, better for life. As your parents get older, at some stage it's likely they'll need your help. At Southern Cross Care, we'd love to help you help them. Our wide range of quality home care services are designed to take care of mum and dad, their health, home and even garden. We're compassionate, capable, police checked and proudly South Australian. If you want the best home care for your parents, call 1-800-852-772 or visit southerncrosscare.com.au. Better, better, better for life. October is Australia's Breast Cancer Awareness Month provides an opportunity for us all to focus on breast cancer and its impact on those affected by the disease in our community. Breast cancer remains the most common cancer among Australian women. Survival rates continue to improve in Australia with 8 out of every 10 women diagnosed with invasive breast cancer now surviving 5 or more years beyond diagnosis. This relies on women self-examining and regular mammograms every two years. Take this time this month to find out what you need to know about breast awareness and share the important information with your family, friends and colleagues. Breast Screen SA phone number 132050. 132050. Get ready, Australia, for the Now We're Talking show. I'm Cherie Rowett. I'm Susan Knapp. And I'm Elizabeth E. Lames. We have inspirational interviews, empowerment campaigns, and we love keeping the conversation going. Join us every Thursday at 6pm at Radio Italia Uno. 87.6 FM Adelaide. Ti piace la musica? Hai voglia di metterti in gioco? Entusiasmo e personalità non ti mancano? Radio Italia 1 sta cercando te. Chiama l'82 123177 e anche tu avrai la possibilità di entrare a far parte del nostro team. Radio Italia 1, diamo voce alla tua voce. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Okay, thank you very much. Please, please, like I keep saying, support the people who support us. And thank you. Go and have a look at the shops, have a look at their services. We are here at Radio Italia Uno in Adelaide, and we are offering special, special specials between now and Christmas. So if you've got any product or service that you'd like to promote, please come and see us. Come and see us and we will help you right through Christmas. We're helping every business in Adelaide to get through COVID as fast as possible and make a fantastic Christmas. So please, anybody out there that's got a product or service that you want to promote, get in touch with me, get in touch with Radio Italia Uno and we'll help you promote it for you. And please support the people who support us. I want to just say thank you to a couple of the clients that... um, have gone out and gone to a couple of our people. And it's it's really interesting because you, you have what they call a phantom shopper. You know, like people come in and say, oh, oh I'm just looking at this shop. And then they've worked into the shop and they said, wow, this is a lot better than I expected, you know. Or uh, somebody went and used one of the services and uh, 
and I'm not going to mention particular names at the moment, but um, they, they've gone on and asked this person to come and do a service for them. And they said, you know, we had five different people, five different people come and give us quotes. He said they were the most professional by far. He said they, they answered our call straight away. They they returned our call straight away. The guy came when he said he was going to come. He said we were waiting for them to come, and he, he came, you know, within that half an hour period. He rang before he, he got there. He said, look, I'm, I'll be there in a half an hour, and he did. And then when he came there, he was very professional. He was clean. He was tidy. He walked in, measured up what he needed to measure up, gave him a quote, and within a couple of weeks, everything was ready, you know. With the other company, he said, we're still waiting for two of them to get back to us. You know, the guy that was supposed to measure up never showed up. The guy that was supposed to give us the quote never gave us the quote, you know, because the guy never measured up, so we never even got a quote. He said, so it was really interesting how some people work, you know. And I, I've said to them, look, the people that advertise on us, not that we vet anybody because we want to help everybody, but we do encourage them to do the right thing. It's important. And and what I want to talk to, Rick is our special guest here, Rick Carter. And Rick Carter, I've known for a long time and, you know, haven't seen you lately and and I know that you've going through a lot of personal challenges as well and we'll talk about that briefly because I want people to understand it doesn't matter where they are in what country they're in they can actually start and do what you're doing here in Adelaide you know this is the most important thing we Matt will remember that we had a, a lady on the show here and she talked about four or five different businesses that she'd started and gone well and then gone to something else and she was at that time in her life she was running to the next shiny thing you know this looks good I'll try that this looks good I'll try that and but when I asked her, tell me about a couple of the products that you were doing, a couple of the products or a couple of the services or what you were offering and what business was it, she went in individually and we asked about two or three of those businesses. One of our people that were listening to our podcast has sent me messages saying that they have done it. And this lady in Singapore did exactly the same what this lady was saying. So oh, that sounds a good idea. I could do that. One of the ladies here that lives around the corner from where I live listened to her and she had her kids at home right? During the school holidays and that last couple of times back. And, and she said, let's do these crafts activities. And they started doing these craft activities. And from there, somebody said, oh, that's beautiful. I'm having an engagement party. Can you do uh, 25 of those for my centerpieces for my table? And from that, she got a wedding and other things. And then there's a restaurant that says, look, we, we, we could use those on our table. And, and she's been selling them to restaurants. She's been set caterers and other people are buying these little trinkets that she makes for tables. And, you know, those in Italian, they're called bomboleris that they give away at weddings and, and prizes they give away. And she's made a whole lot for different guests at weddings. So there's a business that somebody's just doing. This lady in India started doing that in India. And now she's got a business. And there's four or five others I know that are doing similar sorts of things. So, Rick, I'm coming back to you because I want you to tell us about some of the businesses that have started here with your innovations in the city and Moonshot and that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, Peter, and, that, and that's all good stuff that people are doing those things, but, but that's not going to fix the problems this country faces. This country exactly. faces a massive problem of disruption that most people do not get. I would say that 50% of the businesses in Australia will go out of business inside the next five years yep. because they just think they've got it scunned. For example, I was talking to a guy this morning about bringing a business into our program at Moonshots. Uh, we work with the government and we uh, can supply entrepreneur visas for people who've got big, bold ideas. This guy is growing massive mud crabs in in um, in uh, Mumbai yep. and supplying restaurants all over India. They're growing in a factory. Yep. We think here, because we've got all these great natural resources, we grow things and they happen. And what a beautiful situation. If we're not doing uh, aquaponics and we're not doing, uh, I was about to say aquaerobics, <laughs> but if we're not moving with technology, yep. we're, we're going to be in serious trouble. I mean, uh, we rely on China mm -hmm. for way too yeah. much. China is now but, running out of coal. Yeah. Uh, well, business China, and China cares so much about Australian interests. I mean, that's absolute, <laughs> That's on the top of their priority list. I mean, that's very clear. Well, China can yeah. still be a great place to do business, but we, yeah. but we shouldn't rely on them to manufacture mm -hmm. for us because A, they're middle class is growing so rapidly, mm. they can supply all the televisions they make to their own people. They don't need to export mm. them here. Mm. And as I said, we, we talk about limiting coal exports and whatever because, you know, we need to be clean and green. Well, China is down that path as well. 
And you may have noticed recently the price of coal is going through the roof because it's in limited supply and China has power plants that are shutting down because they have not got supply. They've got blackouts all over China. But, but, But the point I'm making is businesses rarely can innovate from within. You know, when it, when I see a business advertised for an innovation manager, I yeah. go, they clearly do not get it. They probably will never be able to, to innovate. What we do at Moonshots, and I'll give you a couple examples as I, as I go along. We aim to introduce startup businesses to grown-up businesses to grow scale-up businesses mm-hmm. that can operate at a global level. We get those two together because startups don't have capital. Yep. They don't have customers. They don't have credibility. Existing businesses have got all three of those, but they've yep. got no ideas. Yes, um, to, <laughs> that, to, I, that could be a really challenging marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you navigate that? Because I mean, uh, of course, they're they're the grown up business, as you would say, wants the enthusiasm and the great new ideas and all that, but. Not really. Like they're going to say that's what they want, but then they're you're going to be you're, the startup's going to be pulling them, kicking and screaming to make changes. They they, I mean, they form a new business, and, and, and then they, yeah. yeah. I mean, but how do you navigate? Well, they say that the toughest Coaching. the toughest um, uh, you know ship to navigate is a partnership. Yeah. So if these two are merging together, I mean, how, how, I mean, there, there must be a lot of yeah. challenges. In they're that never whole, merging together. Yeah. Well, so no, they, they, they are growing a new business. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I, Matt, I get your point and, yeah, I, yeah. and I agree yeah, with no, you. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by how you're it's melding about, them it's together. It's about want. Mm-hmm. It's about want and desire. I mean, the, the two examples, yeah. maybe three. Uh, <laughs> I, I've, I've been working with a space industry yeah. uh, company as a mentor. And now there, and there's a good hint to businesses yes. out there. We've got this massive thing called the space industry. Most people yeah. you talk to go, well, I don't know what it is and I don't know where the opportunity is. Well, I'll give you a hint. The space industry buys papers. It buys nuts and bolts. It buys everything. orange juice. It everything. buys everything. If you purport to understand the space industry, no matter what you sell and do, there are opportunities in the space industry. Go to space forums. Go to space events. Meet those people. But I, I work with a uh, a company called um, uh, How's my memory going? Yeah, can't remember the name. Doesn't of the company. matter. You're working with it. They they, uh, they um, have developed a science laboratory which is about half the size of a shoebox, which they can put into a cube satellite and put into space. Now, when you put liquids and all manner of biological things into space, you accelerate the process. So what they want to do is work with pharmaceutical companies and all manner of organizations to speed up development cycles of their products. Mm. They're having trouble getting funding, getting literally getting off the ground. I work with another company that manufactures. They want to have the manufacture in Australia, but it's too hard. They manufacture in excess of a billion retractable syringes a year. And they do not sell one of them in Australia because they can't create a market in Australia because the government doesn't like dealing with companies out of Australia. They prefer to buy things from Pfizer and Merck and people overseas. Yep. Anyway, let's not go there. Let's not get political. <laughs> I'll, have you, I'll have the plug pulled on you. Yep. I bought those two together because the guy that runs the, um, the retractable syringe business has a vision of how he wants to grow his business in the medical services industry. They came together. He invested the money and they're now growing a business. Another example of a guy who came from overseas three or four years ago, uh, came out of the technology industry, saw massive opportunities in Adelaide that most people would say, oh, you know, how's the thing? Oh, well, you can't do this and you can't do that. He bought a business here that had been wobbling along for 25 years. In other words, he bought a customer base. Since he's been here, uh, I've introduced him to a number of um, organizations because he saw, as most people see, there is a massive shortfall in South Australia, particularly in technology resources. Yes. There are not enough people to do the coding and the whatever and the whatever mm-hmm. that everybody's out there trying to sell. So he's invested a lot of money in becoming a partner in, a, in an organization called 42 School, mm-hmm. someone you probably should get in. Louise knows from 42 School. It's a, yep. um, a free coding school that was started by a French billionaire, and it takes kids who missed out on education opportunities through uni and whatever, but they are into computers and coding yep. and whatever. There are no teachers. The school is just around the corner here in Adelaide. And in three months, they're producing uh, systems engineers. Wow. So my man invested the money that enabled them to get off the ground because he saw the need to solve a problem. And that's what that's, businesses can yep. do. They can help solve upcoming problems. And in doing that, 
grow their own business. Okay, we'll have to take a break now and we'll come back straight after that because that's a very, very interesting topic. And we'll talk about the fact that, you know, you go in as a consultant or you go into a board to say, look, we're about doing this or this. And they say, yeah, we've done that. We've tried that. That's the worst thing that anybody can say. So we'll just come back and talk about the worst thing some people can say. Thank you. Yo. Ciao. Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone. Delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over 20 years. Granite. Marble. Caesar Stone. Unique Stone. Granito. Marmo. Caesar Stone. Unique Stone. Thinking stone bench tops to your kitchen, bathroom, or furniture? Unique Stone at Jacobson Crescent, Holden Hill. Call us now, 8266-2280. Unique Stone, we won't be beaten. Come on, che stai facendo? Yo, chiama adesso. Did you know that Podcast City can record your podcast right here in the studios of Radio Italia Uno on our professional recording equipment? Podcast City can also come to your location with our mobile studio. We can record just your audio or work with you to plan, record, edit, and distribute your podcast to your audience. If you would like to find out more and receive a free podcast startup checklist or book a time to record your podcast, call Radio Italia Uno on 8212377 or go to podcastcity.com.au. Podcast City, podcasting the easy way. When you hear the name Bocelli Cafe, you think an Adelaide institution, a family restaurant that's been providing the finest Italian cuisine for almost two decades. Coffee of the highest quality and staff that treat you like family. Spacious, COVID-safe indoor dining and a fully heated outdoor area. The kitchen is always prepared for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Parking's a dream. Bocelli Cafe Restaurant, 81 to 83 Hutt Street, Adelaide. Call them, 8232-3006 to book or Follow Bocelli on Facebook and Instagram. Hi, I'm Matt McQuinley. Join me each Monday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno. We focus on changing the world for the better by taking personal responsibility, destroying victim philosophy, canceling cancel culture, and by discussing as well as listening to each other on topics like leadership, cultural trends, beliefs, business, history, world events, and more. Change the world with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Radio Italia Uno. Sito internet www.italiauno.com.au Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram. Radio Italia Uno. You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Okay, thank you very much, and thank you. Please, I could keep saying, please, please, please support the people that support the station. We are here at Radio Italia Uno in Adelaide, and we are podcasted thanks to Ron and the studio here at Podcast City. So uh, listen to all our podcasts. Any questions at all, please get in touch with me. Let me know. Uh, send me an email to petersaluno.oztalk at gmail.com, and also through Radio Italia Uno, just send us an email or text messages or whatever, and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. But, you know, our special guest today is just fantastic. I, I mean, I read all his stuff that he puts on Facebook, and please look him up. Rick Carter, Innovations in the City, uh, Moonshot, and uh, all these things that he's involved in are just so, so good. And the people that, the business people he talks to, the, the young people, the new people, the old people, people with any idea that wants to start a business, this is the man to talk to. This is the man that will put you in touch with the right people. And like I always say, if you have any questions, any questions at all, please get in touch with me. And like I kept saying, if I don't know how to help you, I know exactly who, because I'm not the one that knows it all, but I know who to contact and I will put you in touch with the right people. Now, Rick, as a consultant, I've 
I've done some uh, cold calling or somebody said, oh, here's my friend. You should talk to him. Or, you know, they introduce me to their partners or to their friends and say, his guy runs a business and Peter's a great consultant. And I say, oh, look, uh, tell me about your business. When I asked them about their business and say, what have you done? And they said, oh, we've done this and that. and But we're having trouble here. And I said, how are you going with the COVID or before that even? I say, how are you going with the growth or whatever? Oh, we're struggling here and there. Or they tell me. And then I say, well, have you tried this or have you tried that or tried that? When we're sitting down at the board meeting or at their meeting, you know, having coffee or you know, talking about what they do, oh, no, we tried that. And then I say, okay, get all your bosses together or get the people, you know, the four or five people or the two people or, you know, husband and wife or whoever it is, you know. And some of these people are running very big businesses. I'm talking to a family here who run a family business and they've got 40, 50 employees. They're making quite a few million dollars a year. You know, and when I said to them, um, let's get the family together and I'll come and just run through some stuff, they said, Oh, we tried that. We tried that. No, 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 that didn't work. No, no, we had another consultant that said that it didn't work. And I said, Well, did you do it this way? Did you do this, 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 and this? And eventually they, they all said, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, But did you do it this? Did you do that? Did you do this part of it? And I said, oh, No, not really. <laughs> I said, well, what do you expect? You know, it's like, you know, being an athlete. I use examples all the time. I say, you're being an athlete without a coach and then you get an athlete with a coach. A football team, they're both the best football teams we've got to put on the field for the grand final. And one comes out with the coach and and the coach sends out a runner. He sends out advice and at quarter time, he he huddles them together and says, do this, 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 this. At half time, he takes them off the field and says, do this, 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 and this. And, And he's watching the whole game the whole time and telling them what to do. And I said, who's doing that for your business? And they go, huh? You know, so who's your coach? Who's your mentor? Who's the people you follow? And that's what you were saying before. And when you've rang people and tell us what you were saying during the break. Well, I I mean, I'll carry on that coaching thing as well. I mean, uh, well, I've rung people and said, hey, I've had a look at your business and I think I've got some ideas that I might be able to help you with. Want to catch up and have a coffee? And the answer is no, thanks. Um, (laughs) Don't need it. I mean, I, I was even prepared to pay for the coffee. But it's an interesting point that you make about coaching and whatever. We, we run a program called the Founder Institute. Yes. The Founder Institute is the largest pre-seed capital business incubator in the world. The program was developed out of Silicon Valley and operates now in 90 countries. We've wow. produced, uh, I don't know how many uh, companies, but they have a market capitalization of $63 billion. Uh, we as an organization worldwide have raised $2 billion in funding and we have 35,000 investors, mentors, whatever. Uh, and we had our, our kickoff session last night, and I said to all of these people, there's only one thing we expect of every one of you. There's 14 in the program, and we would expect four, maybe five at best will graduate because it is a tough program. We started with 100 people who did the test. We got down to 14 who signed up, and wow. we'll get down to four or five. It's not a babysitting service like some of these things. I said the one thing you need to be to succeed in this program is you need to be coachable. If you're not going to be coachable and listen yep. to the advice we've got – we're probably not going to help you. You might, you might as well go off and make your own mistakes. Coming back to the to the to the the sporting thing, I've been as Peter as you probably know. I've been fortunate enough to coach um, athletes at uh, Olympic medal status. Yeah. I've coached Commonwealth Games gold medalists, world champions, and they are all the same. They are coachable. They'll listen. They'll try the things They're that you hungry. want. They're they don't hungry. come back and say, "No, we've tried that and it didn't work last time." It, <laughs> what you know? What else can we do? Mm. I, I think we need to be more blunt right oh, now. Absolutely. When we're talking to people that are listening to this show, okay, the point that's being made, and I would like to make it very clearly, is so many people that are being helped think they're doing what they're told. But they're not. Yes. Okay. Exactly. And they need to, and you need to understand. I run into that all the time where they say, I did that, I did that, I did that. And I say, okay, repeat it to me exactly what you did. And it's nowhere near the instruction that was given. And and also, if you're a coach listening, you need to make sure that your directions are very, very simple that a six-year-old would follow them, mm-hmm. yes. you know, because it might be that you're coaching them incorrectly, that they're not getting the message. Not all, I mean, usually it's they're just not getting the message, but that's another thing. But The, sorry the biggest problem, like Rick said, is people say, oh, no, we don't need your help. No, we don't need you. Well, to, as a foreigner, that was really shocking for me when I first got here because I just couldn't get my head around the whole concept 
of, you know, no, we don't really want to grow that big. No, we don't really want that level of success. Mm. No. I mean, to me, I've just never been in a situation where the people aren't hungry. You know, yep. and want to succeed and want the biggest, the biggest, best outcome. And, and and more importantly than that, even if they if you don't want the biggest and the best company or outcome, it's business. If it, the law of entropy will take over, if you're not moving forward, you are definitely just going to fall apart. Yep. Well I, well, I can put it very simply. If you're not growing, you're slowing. Yeah. Mm. And if you're slowing, that's not a really good place to be. Yep. And the other the other thing I talk with particularly startup businesses. Um, and, and Peter, you mentioned a minute ago, I do lots of things. Well, I do lots of things for one reason and one reason only. Yep. I really, really love what I do yep. because I don't work with people who don't want to do good stuff yep. and make things happen. Mm. But the simple line to use with these people is show me a clear path to profit. Yep. How does your business make money? And if I can't understand that yep. really quickly, you probably you not can't explain go it anywhere. to me. If you can't explain to me what your business is doing, that means you don't know what it's doing because you can't coach somebody else to do it. Give, now, give it, give it uh, to me in 30 seconds yeah, or less. Actually, Einstein said that if you can't explain something simply, you don't understand it well enough. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. The, the thing that you, I use you an example and the way I explain what I do, I say, imagine an umbrella. When you open an umbrella, it's got all these different tassels around it, you know, like the ridges on it. Mm -hmm. So each ridge or each tassel is a different part of my business. But overall, it's the umbrella. Well, I call laughter and laughter therapy. And I I call that business and happy business, you know, and and all the different parts of those tassels, every tassel on that umbrella is part of what we're doing. So for you, you've done lots of things, but it's like, like explaining. It's not that you've done lots of different things. It's under that one umbrella which is business. Mm-hmm. And you've always been a coach and a business coach and, and being coach, like a business coach, you coach the athlete, you know, in many other ways. And now, now today they do have a, a personal coach. They have a medical coach. They have a physical coach. They have a, a, a dietitian. They have all these other things. And they have a running coach, you know, or a boxing coach or whatever. Now, you've done all of that under the one umbrella. So really, you although you're doing lots of different things, it's all under the one umbrella. And that's how I explain myself because I've been doing a lot of things over the last you know, 40, 50 years of my life mm-hmm. in business life. And you know, I'm 70. So you know, since I was 20 or whatever, I've been in business. So 50 years or more uh, of running a business or my business or my own business, because I've always been self-employed, th- that there is like a big umbrella you know, with the different tassels. And that's how I see you. That's why I admire what you're doing. That's why I admire what you're doing. And more importantly, I admire what you're doing for other people. Because when I was a kid, God, I wish I had picked a mentor. I wish I'd picked somebody who I had a coach. It wasn't available, but I picked my mentors. I had picked the best salesmen. I picked people like Zig Ziglar, who's you know still around, you know, Tom Peters and all those people who were top salesmen of the day. And I used to follow what they did, you know. And anyway, we've got to take a break. So we'll follow by please listening to all our sponsors. Thank you. At Elders Insurance Adelaide East, our mission is to provide outstanding service and superior coverage to each and every one of our clients. With over 30 years of experience, we treat every client with mutual respect and understanding. We'll listen carefully to your specific needs and requirements in order to develop insurance solutions with a level of service and coverage you can't find anywhere else. Elders Insurance Adelaide East is a family-owned and run business with a Italian tradition which is built on honesty, integrity and trust. Make an appointment today and go and see Tony and the team at Elders Insurance Adelaide East, 54 to 56 Kensington Road, Rose Park or telephone 8364 9477. We're an authorised representative of Elders Insurance, underwriting agency, proprietary limited, Elders Insurance, underwritten by QBE Insurance, Australia Limited. Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your experts in all things coffee. Why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Italia Uno and you will receive a free 250 gram bag of freshly roasted coffee beans. 
You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find our large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things caffeine. I'm Anna Faruja of Chapel Funerals. My role as a funeral director is to guide you through the emotional process of saying goodbye to someone you love. I'm here to help you make all the necessary arrangements so that you and your family may have peace of mind and time to remember and celebrate the life of the person you've lost. When the time comes, I'm here for you. So please call me, Anna Faruja, at Chapel Funerals on 81825100. Join me, Ron Fiedler and Karen Fiedler each Saturday morning from 9 to 10am for Talking Real Estate, your guide to real estate in Adelaide and South Australia. We'll bring you the latest local real estate news, interviews, tips and advice from property experts, plus report on the Italian property market and let you know about the week's open homes and upcoming auctions. And don't forget, I'll be bringing you my open home of the week. On Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM, Talking Real Estate, every Saturday morning from 9 till 10am. Be in the know with Adelaide's local real estate show. Vuoi promuovere la tua attività? Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia 1. Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato. Chiama all'82 123177. Radio Italia 1. E anche tu sarai un numero 1. Radio Italia 1. You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. And please, please, please support the people that support us. I, can't, I keep saying it because it's so important. We have a community radio station here in Adelaide, Radio Italia Uno, and we're here for the community. We're here for Adelaide. We're here for the rest of the world through our podcasting. So, uh, And today our special guest is Rick Carter, and he is just a wealth of information. He's one of the best here in Adelaide, and he works with the best. And like he said, you know, out of 100 people that apply to do these courses, you, you bring it right down to about 10 or 15 who actually passed the, the initial stages. And then out of that 10 or 15, less than half of them actually graduate. So this is how tough it is to be in business today. This is how tough it is and how many people think they're going to do it. And the coaches that we coach, you know, and we, we coach the coaches and we say, who coaches the coach? You know, and then we say, who trains the trainer? You know, and this is very important. And Rick is involved with coaching coaches and training trainers and training business people and people who think they're doing very well, how they need to keep on keeping on, you know, and people who, uh, who want to start a business don't know where to look or don't know how to do it. Rick is the man to help you. So please, if you need any information, get in touch with Rick Carter or get in touch with me and I will personally introduce you or pass it over. So Rick, you were mentioning something during the break because we keep talking during the break. We can't stop. It's so important to, and I'm learning all the time. So what was the ter- terms? Well, I've got a couple of terms. I mean, uh, like you, I'm, uh, I'm 70 plus, I'm 72, I think. Not that I, yeah. not that I care, not that it interests <laughs> me. And, and there are a couple of things I want to reach out to people who are aging, who are yep. 50, 60, 70 or 80, uh, to keep going, yeah. to keep doing what you're good at. The two terms I want to introduce are encore entrepreneur. Yes. Someone who's got some experience in life, in business, whatever. There's no reason not to have another go. Most most entrepreneurs who are successful in life are in their 40s, not their 20s. Yes. So if you've got an idea about building a business and doing something, don't let age be a problem. The other one is... Um, the term, uh, um, the term um, modern elder. It was coined by a man, Chip Connolly, who wrote a book. I think the book might even be called something like that. Uh, he was recruited after selling his uh, hotel chain, his small hotel chain, by the guys who started Airbnb yes. as to be their mentor. And what he found once he went into their business, he was part mentor and part mentee. I hate that word, but it's yes. a word that people use. 
So um, the modern elder is someone who's got tremendous amounts of life experience. If you don't know what I'm talking about, watch the movie The Intern with Robert De Niro. Yes, I saw that. Beautiful movie. That is exactly what I'm talking about. Someone who can shortcut all the problems that young people are going to face by having been there and knowing how to deal with it, but also is open and receptive. I hate hearing these older people saying, oh, I can't do the internet and I don't have it. Well, get a life, folks, or get out of the way. Get somebody um, that can. As simple as that. Correct. Uh, you know, I had a 13-year-old kid set up my computer, right? And the the funny thing about it was I was here in Adelaide and he was in Malaysia, Yep. right? He set up my computer from Malaysia. He said, look, I can track you. I can show you what to do. And the, he was moving the mouse and doing that. And this was like 20 years ago, you know, yep. and I'm thinking, well, my God. <laughs> well, the modern elder is yep. someone who's got that life experience but is prepared to work as I do. With younger people mm-hmm. and learn from them about what it is they need, where they're going, and they can teach me, if I need to know, about technology. Because a lot of it, I mean, I, I do have a technology background yeah. that does help, but uh, a lot of it you don't necessarily need to know. That You need to work with someone who can teach you what you need to know. Mm-hmm. Please consider that whole notion. If you're getting older in life, don't think about this notion that you're going to get kicked out of the business because you're too old. That notion, I think, is going away and mm-hmm. business is starting to work out. Why would I kick a bunch of expertise and experience out the door and spending a fortune training someone new? Mm-hmm. Let them work together and grow together. So, yes, please think about Encore Entrepreneuring yep. and Modern Eldering. Well, that Encore Entrepreneuring goes hand in hand with what universities are doing and special uh, institutes are doing. What they're doing when they were 60, whatever, 70, they would say, thank you, Professor, you've got to retire, you've got to leave. Now they're asking the 70, 80 and 90-year-old professors to stay. And what they're doing, they're using the younger professors you know, to work with the older professors to get that knowledge. And the, the older professors are still getting paid. And they say, look, you know, some of them have cut their salary by half or you know, even not accepting a salary just because they say, look, I just want to give back. I don't, let me stay in the lab. Let me do my hobby. And, and this is what it's so important. So you know, I would encourage any person who's been in business or is in business to look at your business, look at what you would do. What, if you'd started your business today, what would you do different? And why aren't you doing it? If you were to come into this business and you know, get out of your business and come in as, as if, would I buy this business? And more importantly, is your business head huntable is your business ready for sale if it's not get a consultant get somebody talk to them about it and give me a call i've got a half a dozen people i could recommend you know and of course i'm not too sure who's allowed to go to moonshine or a uh, moonshot sorry or anyone anyone who <clears throat> wants to drop in for a drink on friday afternoon yep. after 4 30 we have a bar yep that's, that's good. the good news the, yep. good, the very good news <laughs> is we don't have a license so therefore uh, we've got to give it away so yep. it's members and guests so we've got okay. a number of members yep and we welcome guests in there Right. Once, yep. and that gives you a chance to meet some of these up and coming businesses, and uh, that's what we're aiming to do. We we bring people together, okay, informally. So basically, it's at Hyde Street in Adelaide, fifty four Hyde Street, fifty four Hyde Street, and it opens about four thirty. Four thirty. Just look up Moonshots Club. Yep. Dot live. All right. Moonshots, Moonshots Club. Moonshots Club. Dot live in Adelaide. Get in touch with them. Get in touch with me through Radio Italia Uno in Adelaide, and I'll put you in touch with any mentor, any coach, or anybody you need. Like I keep saying, if I can't help you, I know exactly who can. And this is very important because I know that I'm good at what I do. There's no bullshit. That's that's it. I'm good at what I do. But I also know that there are people who are specialists in their field, and I'll put you in touch with the right person. I don't believe that I can be the right coach for everybody. I don't believe I need to be your coach for a long time. And any coach that thinks that I've been with this person for five years, I think you're doing the wrong thing by your client. You should have moved them on by now. They should have moved above you or you should have dragged them above where they are. If you've been a coach for five years and they haven't tripled their business, you're in the wrong business. Next time we'll talk about how to cure cancer without chemotherapy. Okay. Listen, um, that's a very good topic. And I I really, you know, I appreciate you coming in. I want to say thank you very much to Matt for coming in. I know that you're a busy man. And and I know, um, Rick, I know that you are having trouble with with that situation. No, uh, I'm not. But you're doing very well. You've covered it. You've covered it. You've gone through the cancer treatments and uh, you- No, I haven't. Well, you're healing yourself. You know, you're healing yourself. That's that's the thing, you know, and this is so important. But um, we, we talked about business- 
and all the things that you can do. Thank you very much. And thank you for listening. And thank you to Stefana for helping us record this. And we'll pass it over to Ron uh, at Podcast City and thank him for helping us to podcast it every week. And uh, so that you guys out there all over the world now can listen to it. We're in about 25 different countries and growing. So please keep sharing it with your friends, relatives and other business people. Thank you. Until we meet again. Bye. You have been listening to Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. Catch our show every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.